Guys, your house. Welcome to this episode 250. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? And this is Bobby, and we're back. Finally, the beginning of the season, guys. Woo! It has came and gone for a day, but it has came <laughs> all over, all over the place, all, all, all over yeah. the place. <laughs> Lots of messy goodness. <laughs> uh, certainly. Uh, if you can tell by by my voice, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I I I screamed for one goal, and uh, it was a lot of emotion. So most of my voice is gone. I actually thought you would sound much worse. Why? Because I because I wanted to call the, the goal the, 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 the way, the way, If you want to embarrass yourself, that's fine. Wait, but wait, like, wait till we get there. Wait till we get there. I guess <laughs> I don't know. Or no, just go ahead and fight. We're we're in the show. We're in the <laughs> go show. Ahead go and fight. This is not a fight. This is. It's not a fight. <laughs> if anything, it's a massacre. It's a right and wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's only one person's right, the other person's wrong. <laughs> there's, right, there whatever. is literally, there is whatever literally you can, only... get, you can gatekeep, you can gatekeep whatever you think a golazo is. There, mine, mine. There is this is lit- soccer. Soccer is about emotion. That's the whole soccer reason. Soccer is about emotion, and that was yeah, an that's the whole reason why goal. we did this. <laughs> there is literally only one other person that's going to agree with you, and Bobby knows who, who that person is, and we won't say it. Is it Chicha? <laughs> well, yeah. He, okay, he may be the other <laughs> person. Other, person. other, other than the other person that, that we're thinking about. Two makes the conspiracy. Absolutely no credibility. There. <laughs> John, John Laguna called it a golazo. Uh, we'll, well. We'll, we'll get to that. Three people. Who? John Laguna. <laughs> Literally the three people that have no credibility when it comes to this. <laughs> Who? Bahama? Tommy Bahama? Who? <laughs> no. Ah, uh, wait. No. I mean, it, it was. It was more than just the game. Obviously, uh, with the with the restart of the season, um, you have the the party that happened before the actual party, right? Uh, the, uh, the the tailgate, the uh, the the return to the stadium. Everything was uh, the, the the good thing about all that is that you know normally when something like that happens, we're disappointed, right? That's what we talked about when there was a lot of hype, there's a lot of excitement, fans are pumped, they're happy. You know, Galaxy never really gave him a reason to stay happy uh, in the past. Um, so, you know, that was a good thing. Uh, before we get to the game, uh, you guys want to talk pregame about what happened pregame, or oh. do we just go straight to the game? Well, first, first it sounded like Lewis was talking from the from, from the distant past, and then all of a sudden he stepped into a recording booth. Yeah. <laughs> He's always from that digital yeah. past here and there. Uh, no, I mean, um, yeah, I mean, just a little bit, not like the whole piece, and just before the game. That's all. It was a good time. I saw, I saw a lot of people that I knew, a lot of people that I didn't know, uh, but apparently knew me. Uh, and um, it was, a good, <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, it was, it was one of those games where we got there super early, and we did not. Uh, bring like a grill or anything to do our own tailgating because there was tailgates happening all over the place. Like the riot squad was hosting tacos by uh, Don Cento. And then, um, and then ACB was doing crepes and mimosas and the outlaws was, were doing like a, like a bar and hamburgers and then Galaxians were doing tacos. Plus we wanted to save room for, the pupusas, uh hosted by Aftra, and I gotta tell you, man, I know it was for a good cause, and I probably spent way too much money for pupusas, but <laughs> those are really good. Yeah, I got a bit. Those are pretty good. 
They were actually good, yeah, they were for, really for, good for a stadium food, like inside the stadium. You would have thought it would even even though, you know, it's our homies who would have thought something would have gone a little yeah. low. But it was good, yeah, man. They were really, really good. So I was, I was happy about that. So, yeah. So, like, it, there was it was uh, it was fun just like not having to deal with like the setting up the grill and like doing all that stuff and just to get her go around and mingle with everybody. And then there was a ton of people too that I realized afterward, like, man, I didn't even see this person or that person or this person. So yeah. you guys are off my Christmas list this year. Uh, who are writing? I didn't get around to. <laughs> uh, I think I, I was tripping out on the fact that we were there for essentially almost eight hours. Um, I got there like before 10 o'clock. I think I was there like at 945. Bobby probably like 10 to 15 minutes before before me. And we didn't leave the stadium, or at least Bobby and I didn't leave the stadium till maybe like after five. Um, so we were yeah. we were essentially there for a whole, you know, shift of work. And I'll tell you right now that that those <laughs> seven to eight hours seemed like one. They flew, yeah, because they flew by, right? I, I mean, it absolutely flew by. And, and like, when I got there early, um, and, and like, I, pro- I would have got there earlier if I wasn't, like, still half asleep when I when I was driving there because I, I woke up and I t- totally forgot that I'm like, oh, it's Sunday morning. There's not going to be any traffic. I didn't have to leave that early. But it's a good thing that I took a detour because, again, I don't even know if it's a force of habit because this hasn't happened in a while. But... Like my mind just completely blanked and I was literally heading for Disneyland. And when I was on the 57, I was like, wait a minute, I'm not going to Disneyland. And I had to like, like turn on the 91, uh, where it meets the 57. You and went I was too like, far? no, I didn't go too far. I usually like from where I am, I take the 10 to the 605 all the way down to the 91. And for whatever reason, I headed east toward the 57 and then south as if I was going to Disneyland. And when I was on the 57, I was like, wait a minute, why am I here? And yeah. And like, I, so I had, I just jumped on the 91 from the 57 there. So I kind of just went around a little longer. So I probably would have gotten there even earlier had I not done that. Uh, but so, but yeah, I, I was there you know, 945 relatively early. And I said to myself, like, what, what in the world are we going to be doing? Uh, like for the next, you know, four to five hours where the game starts. And we know that there's like festivities and like activities going on uh, that started around 1230. We didn't even do that. We like literally ran out of time. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed off about yeah. that. We just completely forgot completely about it. Completely <laughs> forgot about it. Like we were we were inside. We were talking. We were inside the uh, at the time. We were inside the uh, Riot Squad tailgate. We were talking to uh, Ed um, from the Riot Squad cast. And we were conversating, uh, and I was looking for the Nag Boys because I hadn't ran into them yet. So I wanted to go say what's up, and I didn't even end up reaching them because when I looked at the time, I go, "Hey, uh, it's one forty-five. You should probably head into the stadium right now." And like, I didn't even realize, like, time went that that quickly. But yeah, Bobby, Bobby was mentioning, like, "Dude, we didn't even go get the get the autograph signed because uh, I was pretty annoyed." Yeah, like we uh, we both or Bobby had the idea. Of bringing uh, the his Kobe Jones uh, upper deck World Cup card, I had the same one. Uh, he goes, oh, "Oh, I want him to sign this," and I was like, "Oh, that's a hell of an idea. I'm gonna bring mine." Yeah, we didn't even do that. I wanted to get my ass handed to me by the Godfather on FIFA. That didn't happen. <laughs> um, so there, yeah, we we missed out on like a, a few things that we wanted to do. But like I said, it, it was yeah, I should have had more. 
picture coverage, but didn't get it. So, yeah. so too bad. Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> I blame the, the the mystery IPA that got in my hands. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that changed the entire course of my brain functionality. It's okay, but it felt, but but you know my my I think what we're all kind of getting to is like there was a lot of stuff going on, and it felt nice to just kind of like be out and about and just like mingle with everybody, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that was, uh, at least for me, um, I only went to one game last season. Um, and so this time around, it it felt like yet another homecoming for me. Like, I'm back home again. Um, this time around, uh, like, mingling a lot more. And it just kind of felt, and it, since it was a season opener and not just, like, some, you know, random game in the middle of the season, um, it just had a little bit more... Um, you know, meaning to it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I had a blast. I saw a lot of faces that I hadn't seen, seen in a while. And, um, so yeah, just like good times all around. And like I said, it, that, that those four or five hours before the game just flew by to the point where like, we lost track of time. Like, uh, we should probably be heading inside. We're going to miss sure. the game. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, sold well, out, let's... sold out crowd and, uh, open up the, uh, the, the the grass berm and it's you know like it was uh it was poised for to be honest it was poised for a letdown <laughs> uh if well the, as we know the the game ended in, in a one zero win uh with the last minute goal from Chicharito uh after Raheem Edwards steals the ball from uh or recovers the ball really because they were building and then and then uh New York got it it was yeah, going the other it was way go the other yeah. way but Raheem Edwards steps in um and and gets the ball so like it was it, it could have been a letdown it could have been a, a zero zero draw which i think would have been a little bit of a letdown given the the hype around it but that big release of emotion um from the goal i, I mean you know it, it was felt in the stands for sure like all of the video that i've seen of that goal you can hear all the microphones just you know peeking out um because it got really loud in the stadium uh, I, I remember my son even telling me like, oh, my God, my ears are bleeding um, because they got really, really loud. Um, and then, um, you know, it was it was so it ended up being a really nice way to start the season um, with with that one zero win. So real quick, let's go through the starting lineup. Obviously, you have uh, Jonathan Bond in goal uh, across the back line. You had Raheem Edwards. Nick DePew, Sega Kulavali, who was a surprise. I don't think we thought he was going to start or even I, play in this game. Yeah, because he suffered that uh, injury in that final preseason game. So, yeah, that yeah. was a bit of a surprise. And then uh, Julian Araujo. And then uh, in the midfield, you had Kevin Cabral, Ryan Ravalosin, Mark Delgado, Douglas Costa. And then up front, you had Victor Vasquez and Chicharito. Uh, at least that's the way it lined up. Um, really, it was, you know, kind of that, that three-man uh, front attack with Cabral and, and Douglas and Chicharito. And then Vasquez dropping down into the middle to try and play the playmaker a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Jeez, my voice is gone. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought for the ball. Well, I spent most of the first half in line for pupusas, so I only got to see uh, from <clears throat> from the from the <laughs> oh man, <laughs> guys, I only got to see from <clears throat> from the 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 big screen uh, the way the game was going, but it didn't really look like the Galaxy were finding a very good rhythm in that first half. It's 
seemed like a typical mm. first game of the season. Uh, it was a very sloppy game. It wasn't just the Galaxy. NYCFC played also a very sloppy game. Neither team impressed me. The The victory was there for whoever wanted it. Um, I don't think either team played that badly either. I, I just kind of chalk it up to the you know, first game that of the great. season. This is yeah, is this one of those games? It, it is was, this one of those games we talk about teams canceling each other out? Um, that's what it seemed. That's kind of how it felt for me a little bit. I, I would go that route more than any than any other team outweighing the other because uh, it was, it was, it was, it was as it, far as as far as the play was concerned. Yes, as far as going into that matchup, look, the Galaxy were going up against the defending champions. Like they have an advantage here. Uh, I, I don't. You know, I, I don't think you should probably, you know, make light of that. But compared to what we saw in the field, yeah, it, it kind of did look like they were going to cancel each other out. It was, uh, as the game progressed, like, it looked like it was going to be a 0-0 draw. And it was almost like... Yeah, I was it, settling it, for it. Yeah, um, and I, I said, like, look, it's probably going to end up in a draw. It's probably going to end up like this. But one mistake. That's all it is. It's that one mistake, and that one goal is all you're going to need. Who's going to want it? Who's going to take it? Um, luckily, um, the Galaxy... Yeah, my hope was, let's just not make a mistake ourselves. And right, get a of course. Goal <laughs> I mean, before these last three minutes are done. <laughs> there was a couple of moments where the ball came dangerously close to goal. Like, I thought that Jonathan Vaughn, I, I don't really recall him making that many saves, but I do remember a couple, more than one close call in the second half. I think that the Galaxy were really lucky um, not to get scored on. Um, although it, it, it's, I mean, it, it's funny that I say that because uh, I'll get into the stats a little later. But I know, yeah, it doesn't reflect as much as what we're saying. But yeah. As much, right? <laughs> but um, you know, opening what two, two, three minutes, NYCFC gets a header right in front of goal. Um, and, uh, Bond has to make his first save, you know, right off the bat. And I said, oh God, this might be a very, very long day. This might be a long day for Bond. This might be a long day for the defense. Um, you know what? Not so much. I think that the Galaxy were lucky, but I don't think that they were against the ropes. I don't think they were necessarily hanging by a thread and NYCFC was just like, you know, ready to land that knockout punch, and the Galaxy were just lucky enough to get it. I, I think there were some scary moments, but all in all, like I said, I think a 0-0 draw would have been fair. I think the yep. Galaxy were, like, slightly better, slightly a little bit. Like, I don't want to say dominant. That's not the right word, but they were slightly better. No, slightly and, better. Yeah. No, I agree. Pinch of salt, right? It's like a pinch of salt. That's all it is. A little pinch yeah. of salt. But that but that pinch of salt, you know, makes a difference. Can make that steak. Yeah. It Can makes make a difference. Can make that steak, bro. You know. So <laughs> um Yeah, I mean the, the Galaxy you know, did what they needed to do. They pushed in the final, I believe, ten minutes. I don't know if it's because NYCFC, you know, got tired. You gotta remember that they did play a game earlier that week. So maybe they were talking about, you know, maybe it's tired legs, maybe um, maybe it was just a motivational thing, you know. Galaxy wanted more. Maybe it's a combination of both. Um, at the end of the day, Galaxy I'm sure it's sees both. that. I'm moment. sure it's absolutely both. For sure. 
So there I is. thought I thought the Galaxy did well toward the end of the game to really start pushing and and going for the win yeah. rather than settling in for that um for that draw which which is great. That's what we want to see. Yeah, but of course, and especially. But again, if, that's where I got scared. Sure, but, <laughs> I mean, but like, honestly, like, oh, like, please, guys. Honestly, I never felt like they were like uh, one of the things that I said in the pregame when somebody asked me about my prediction. Um, I was too afraid to give a a clean sheet to the Galaxy because I'm I'm so unsure of the defense. Um, but. I, you know, you got to give them credit. They did. They handled NYC's attack. You know, they had Max Morales in there. They had Tati Castellanos and uh, and that and that other Brazilian kid. I forget his name. It was like Mago or or uh, something like that. <clears throat> but you know, all the, the their normal guys, their big players are are there in in goal. I mean, sorry, not in goal on the field. Um, and I thought they they the defense particularly handled themselves. Okay, they seemed like they were in control for the most part. Like even the the nervy moments, I felt like, well, that's a situation where, yeah, you could give up a shot like that, but it's got a low percentage. Um, and and to be honest with you, Kulavali did pretty well. I saw him wanting to come out, but he covered himself. There was a couple of times where somebody tried to run off his back shoulder, and he was able to cover uh, <clears throat> that run, which as we all know, is his Achilles heel. So, you know, first game, they did they did enough to keep that clean sheet. I was super happy because uh, a guy like Jonathan Bond certainly deserves a clean sheet. Yeah. Um, kind of surprised that, again, I think they were a little bit lucky um, that they got a clean sheet. They probably deserved to get, not deserved to get scored on, but they probably should have gotten scored on. Um, and... Didn't really expect it, uh, especially missing uh, Derek Williams, who is by far your um, your number one center back. Uh, so I thought that was, uh, again, even if it's a little bit of luck uh, that's on your side here. Um, and I think it kind of rang throughout the game. And again, we'll, we'll, we'll get to this because there were a couple of things that Galaxy kind of got away with and got lucky with. Um, but uh, as far as the defense, even if it is a little matter of luck, uh, that got you that clean sheet. It's got to feel good, right? I mean, if if you're on that back line, you got to feel, hey, we just shut out the defending champions. That should boost up your confidence, right? That should that that should get you going. Like, okay, we did it once, we can do it again, right? Um, so hopefully they keep that trend going. I mean, let me get into some stats here, um, some game stats overall. Uh, the possession wise, Galaxy did held uh, held more possession. Uh, 54 to 46 outshot NYCFC 15 to nine. Um, here's the, the big one that I was a little, um, well, I don't want to say eye opening, but NYCFC only had one shot on target. James, uh, James Bond, Jonathan Bond had to make one save and it was that header in the first two minutes. That was it. That was it. Everything else was off target. Yeah. The only, the only one that was, yeah, the only one that was close was the one that rolled by right. the um, the post on the outside yeah. of the post, and that one had a beat had it gone, you know, a if couple of inches. Was, yeah, right. If it was so, on target, that had a beat. But yeah, that was that was the one I was thinking about, being nervous about. Yeah, so I mean, th- there really wasn't much there, but yeah, I mean, NYCFC definitely again uh, 
could be just the game number one where like there's like some rust and there's some things that still have have to work out. Obviously, they're not in midseason form, so you know maybe those those balls go in, maybe those those plays develop uh, even further than they did uh, later on in the season. But you know that was you know. Game number one, so Galaxy took advantage of that. So yeah, only one shot on target for NYCFC. That was literally the first shot of the game, two minutes in. Um, Galaxy had six shots on target. So um, outshot them six to one there. Uh, Big chances, three for the Galaxy, two for NYCFC. And I think we talked about those two big chances. Um, And then expected goals, 1.88, 1.88, just under two for the Galaxy. 0.96 for NYCFC, just under one. So the Galaxy did hold uh, a, a, essentially a goal advantage there. So if you want to look at it that way, maybe the result is a little fair. If you're looking at you know chances created and uh, the shots being taken, maybe the Galaxy do deserve that. Maybe you know that was enough. Um, Everything else seems, again, somewhat even, just a slight edge to the Galaxy. Um, 407 passes, 353 for NYCFC. Uh, 83% uh, accuracy rate for the Galaxy, 78% for uh, NYCFC. Um, guys, who is the highest rated player of this game? Ooh. Oh, this game is back. Oh, crap. Oh, yeah. MLS mm. is back, baby. <laughs> Uh, highest rated play. Well, I mean, you know, that's got to be Chicha with a goal. I'm not sure now, actually. Chicha with a goal. I'm going to go ahead, Raheem. Raheem Edwards. Raheem Edwards. Okay. Yeah. So, Bobby's correct. Uh, Bobby. He's actually my favorite of the game, too. He was, he he played really, really well. So, um, there's actually two guys. That have the same rating. Edwards is one of them. He was at a 7.9. Who was the other guy? Well, you know what? Well, well, uh, well Bobby's gonna I say. I mean, if it's not Chicha. Right, right. Bobby's gonna. I mean, Bobby. Uh, Bobby got it right. David would obviously say Chicharito Hernandez. No, the other guy was Julian Arajo, also at 7.9. That would have been my second pick. Yeah. So two defenders, the two outside backs, 7.9. Um, I'm. Not surprised with Edwards' rating, especially since he got the game-winning assist. I am surprised with Julian Araujo because I didn't think he stood out in this game, like, at all. I I didn't see him bossing anybody. I didn't see him all over the field. Um, I saw him go up, but I don't think I saw any, like, anything spectacular from him. So I'm really, really at a loss as to why Julian Araujo is – so highly rated. Uh, if you're looking at his individual stats, his uh, 32 out of 44 passes completed for 73%. He had an expected assist of 0.3. Um, this is funny. Successful dribbles? I don't even know what that means. He tried two. He didn't complete any of them. I don't even know what that means. Oh, out of two for successful dribbles. I think when you uh, carry the ball. I don't know, which which again, if, when you're talking about Julian Rahul, who's flying up and down the wings and, you know, that's pretty much Greg Vanny's game. You would think that he would have like more touches and more dribbles, but apparently it's 0 and 2 accurate crosses. One, mm. one out of four. And I actually don't even remember that one cross. Uh, he, he tackles one. He won two out of three. 
Ground duels won five out of ten. Uh, so I I don't really see how Julian Araujo gets as high as Edwards, especially with Edwards having an uh, an assist. Uh, uh, by the way, Raheem Edwards does make Team of the Week, MLS Team of the Week. So uh, congratulations to him, and I think he, it was uh, deserved. I think after uh, maybe like the first 15 to 20 minutes, I saw him a little shaky. Uh, he definitely settled in. So good for him. So behind Araujo and Edwards, who was the second highest rated player? Um, behind, Edward. behind Edwards and Araujo. Both at 7.9. And it's not Chicha? I didn't say it wasn't Chicha. I just oh, said then it's Chicha. <laughs> it's got to be Chicha. Uh, um, Bobby? I'm going to just go Vasquez. 7.8 Sega Kulabali. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. Okay, we weren't going to pick that right now. You were not going to pick it. Um, yeah, 7.8 for Sega. Uh, I I have to agree with David. I, I thought he had a pretty good game. There were moments. He did. There were moments when we were like, oh, come on, Sega. Like, oh, come on, dude. Like, you know, uh, either from his passes or his long balls. Uh, by the way, like that was like uh, a big thing uh, uh, for me. Accurate long balls, five out of fifteen. Not really that great, right? Uh, but he won every tackle, four out of four, uh, five clearances. Yeah. So uh, uh, ground duels won eight out of twelve, uh, three out of four aerial duels won. Uh, I I thought he had a pretty decent game. It kind of surprised me. I didn't think he'd be that high up, uh, but seven point eight. Uh, Chicharito, by the way, also had. 7.8. So uh, you guys were both correct there. Uh, but I figured I'd throw you guys off with Sega because it certainly threw me off <laughs> that it was he was rated that high. Who was the lowest rated player in the game? I was going to say Bond. But in mm, looking in looking no. at Bond's stats, you mentioned Lewis that he had the one save, and I don't know if you were going to bring this up later, but he had a total of 24 passes, <clears throat> but his pass percentage was 104.3 percent what where'd you yeah. get that from uh from the mls website okay i, I don't trust the mls website well according I mean, you to know it's, league, it's the league's website <laughs> right I, which which again i don't trust right. uh, uh according to my stats 19 out of 23 passes completed uh for 83 well, percent is it they give the bonus points for uh, i guess they give him the impossible they, i guess they give him the bonus man. points for uh for for the the passes <laughs> that he made outside of the field during goal kicks or whatever <laughs> I what you're setting up the passes he made to the ball boy or whatever <laughs> all right uh, so right well, well l- listen it's usually bond because that's how this game goes uh, but if I had to pick a field player, low rated field player, I'd probably say it was uh, Douglas Costa. Bobby? Really? Um, I'm going to be wrong on this. I'm going to go Delgado. I'm going to be wrong on this. I would have said Vasquez. I thought he was... Meh. He was ineffective, uh, and that's just uh, f- from what I saw. Uh, David's correct. It is Douglas Costa, it, and by quite a bit. Uh, he did have mm. a yellow card, so I know that didn't help him. 6.5. 6.5 rating. He's literally o- the only player on the Galaxy starting lineup that had anything below a 7. 
So um, let's talk about him. I thought that that was a surprise that he started. Um, didn't play a single minute in preseason. Uh, I think we figured that he was going to play in the game. Uh, maybe come in sometime in the second half. 60th minute, 70th minute, depending on where you were in the game. And he starts. What do you guys think? Was that a... I mean... What do you think about that decision? Starting him with well, I mean, no minutes played in the preseason. I mean, looking back on it now, I don't feel like it really hurt. I, didn't, I, I, I know he's, he's rated as the lowest, but I don't think he was that bad um, on the field. I thought he looked okay. Um, of course, he wasn't, impre- he wasn't incredibly impressive to us. Um, and, uh, but, you know, there's something that can be growing there. And we saw, we saw, we saw a, little, a little glimmer here and there. But um, as for starting, I was okay with it. I wasn't super surprised. I mean, it was definitely surprising because we all expected him to be at least coming into the half. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just looking back on it, it doesn't, it doesn't make that much of a difference. Hey, what do you think? Sorry, I had to step away. What what were you, what are we doing? Uh, Douglas Costa's debut. Are you surprised that he started having played zero minutes in the preseason? I mean, no, I'm not. I'm not surprised that he started because he need to make that. Like, I felt like the Galaxy needed to 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 get him in into the game. Um, he's not. You know, yeah, he didn't have any preseason games, but. He's an intelligent player. He knows, he knows how to how to at least come in and and be semi cohesive, right? His uh, it, on paper, his his soccer brain is that type of footballer should be able right, to do right, that. Right, exactly. Um, the fact that he wasn't very effective or that he kind of struggled doesn't surprise me though. Um, so, I mean, I'm not really surprised that he started uh, simply because the Galaxy wanted to do you know wanted to get him minutes. And I think he was probably better off doing the first, you know, 60 minutes rather than, or I don't even know how much, how long he played. Um, he played what? Like, he played about 60 minutes, didn't he? 67. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, but but if he wasn't effective, that isn't, you know, crazy to me. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, I felt like that was very possible that he was going to come in and just not be effective, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, that was that that I what we got out of Douglas Costa was exactly what I thought we were going to get out of him in a, in in this situation. Meh, meh. Yes, um, and, and that's kind of how I represent his performance. And to your meh. point, to your point about Victor Vasquez too earlier, when him be not being a very effective, I thought the the game changed significantly when Sasha Klesha came in. Uh, when Sasha came in, like that really balanced the game out. I felt mm, that the, I think all the three changes were the ones the, like well, the whole Ephra, three changes I, made the big I, difference. Honestly, I think the effort came in and was worse than Douglas Costa. He he was making a lot of giveaways. Mm. I had um I think I had turned to Bobby and I, I said that that first sub should definitely be Victor Vasquez. Uh, whoever it is that you're going to sub out, it should be for Victor Vasquez. More probably going to put Efra in that, you know, central role. Um, if it's not him, I guess it, it would have been for uh, Sasha. But you're going to need some sort of like offense here, and Victor Vasquez isn't doing it right now. Um, as far as his stats, and I, I, I don't, I re- kind of wish I knew 
what his pass chart was. I don't have that here, but um, he completed 40 out of 41. Now, I don't know how many of those were back passes, side passes. I don't think there was anything very dangerous. Any sort of pass where just like, oh, you know, you just missed that run, right? You, you just uh, just missed that. I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't anything that I expect from Victor Vasquez where he's really pushing the envelope. He's really pushing the offense, trying to thread the needle. Um, he's trying to break defenses down. I didn't see any of that from him. Um, and I thought he was, you know, he's 35, right? So he is going to go a lot slower most of the time. And I kind of saw that. Like, I, I definitely saw his age in this game. And this is game number one, mind you. Um, so I, I think that's a little worrisome. And it goes back to, oh, we need a camp, right? Like, do we really need camp? Yeah, well, if you don't have Vasquez, you know, who do you put in there? Do you have other options? Sure, you have other options. Um, I didn't really see it utilized in this one, uh, in this particular game. But, um, but I, I felt that the first change should have been Victor Vasquez, and it wasn't. It was actually Douglas Costa. Um, which I thought was again, I, I thought maybe he needed to get come off as well, but I didn't think he'd be the first one. Uh, Victor Vasquez wasn't subbed off until the 80th minute. Um, he was the last sub and you put in Sasha and I have to, I have to agree. I think those final 10 minutes, whether it's because Sasha was in there or because, uh, tired legs from the NYCFC players, uh, I felt that there was more of a push that there was more of a um, hunger for that goal in those final 10 minutes. Uh, you, uh, I think it was around that time that Ravelson missed his point-blank shot. Um, I think it was within the last oh, 10 minutes of that right. game. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, and like when, when that happened, that's what I was in my head. I'm like, this is going to end up – that was your chance, Right. Uh, in my head, like this, whoever wants it, that chance, you better score it. That was it. Like this is going to end up zero, zero, or hopefully, you know, you don't make a boneheaded mistake and let NYCFC steal this. Um, but yeah, when he missed that, I, I, I kind of said to myself, it's going to end up in a draw. That's where it was kind of like your, your fate was sealed. That was your one chance. That was your, like the best chance that you got, um, throughout the entire game. Um, and, you know, I get it. He's a he's a defensive midfielder. He's not paid to score. He's not a striker. But man, you need you need to put that on frame. You you need to at least make the goalie work. Uh, create some sort of chaos in the box with, with a rebound. You you can't you can't hit it like that. Uh, that was just uh, you know. Luckily, you know, again, they 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 didn't miss their second chance. But yeah, it was that final ten minutes. I have to agree that once Tasha came in or once Vasquez came out, um, they seemed to have pushed. Uh, uh, a little bit, a little bit more there, um, and then Cabral was uh, out for uh, for Grand Seer. What do you guys think of Cabral? Because there was a lot of like hype for this guy after what we saw in preseason. Where do we stand on Cabral's first uh, regular season game? I I thought he was okay, but ineffective. Um, that just might have been the way the game panned out, though. I didn't think it was bad. Yeah. I mean, 
everything that we said we'd li- we've been liking about him in preseason, as in uh, being a little bit stronger, uh, being a little bit more aggressive, uh, doing all of these things. He is. He, I did see that, and in, 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 and I'm, I'm happy for that. But uh, he wasn't so incredibly effective in this game. And David may be right. It may just be the way the level of play was. Um, there was that one air, that one moment where he sp- sprinted for that ball. That 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 was a, I think it was a bad pass back to to an NYCFC player, and he just freaking burned this guy f- to to the ball. And the guy was like literally like seven steps ahead of Cabral yeah. already, and he just couldn't turn and get to the ball fast enough. I was just like, oh man, we need more of that. I mean, unfortunately, it, it went it that that led to a cross to Costa, and Costa couldn't get there, or the cross just couldn't wasn't as precise. But I would like to see more of that for sure. I think that's the only thing that really stood out for me with Cabral. I think David said it correct. He didn't have a bad game, but ineffective. And I think the one play was that where he was able to beat the nyc defender to the ball sprinted and he had two guys wide open in the box and he missed them both it wasn't by much but he missed them both that should have ended up in a goal um i don't necessarily hate on cabral for that um maybe last season you're doing it uh game number one i'm gonna give him a pass for the moment but he's got to hit that cross um last season his crosses were Worse, <laughs> this one barely missed, but he's got to hit. When you have two guys over in the box, you got to hit them. There was no excuse. That's the only thing that really stands out for me in this game with Cabral. Didn't have a bad game. He was 7.3 for what it's worth. Uh, uh, Douglas Costa's rating was 6.7. 7.3 was the next lowest, and that did belong to Kevin Cabral. And, um, you know, uh, he played, he only had one shot. Uh, completed all of his passes, 11 out of 11, which is weird because I know he had that cross, so I don't know how that's not counted as a pass. Uh, that didn't get to anyone. Um, <laughs> or if it did, it's because, like, you know, maybe the guy got it after the fact and, you know, chance ruined. But, um, but yeah, uh, he had two crosses. One of them made it. The other one did not. Um, mm-hmm. I know he ran back at defense a few times, which again is uh, not what we saw last season. So, yeah, not a not, not a particularly great game for uh, for Cabral, but also. But I think that honestly, honestly, other than the ratings, I mean that I think that just personally stands out for everybody on the team to me. Really, honestly, like everybody was not great, and not yep. every, and nobody was really bad. Yeah. You yep, know? agree. It was it was a very like you know like I think I I said it in the last game. Meh. Yeah. Um. So, Chicharito, obviously, um, because of his game winner, is going to go down as the uh, player of the game. Um. He up until that point was also very ineffective. Uh, NYCFC did a very good job of. Marking him. He was completely ineffective. He had two shots the entire game. He was shut down completely. Um, so give credit to the NYCFC defense there. Um, but when it comes to a striker, especially a striker like Chicharito, you just need that one chance, right? You just need that one chance, that one mistake, that one opportunity. And 
if it's inside the box, yeah, more than likely he's gonna make still like waiting for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously I would have preferred, you know, (laughs) that the game would have been decided a little earlier, and but it wouldn't have been as fun and as uh, theatrical uh, and as dramatic. But you know, two shots. Two shots on goal. I mean, I'm sorry, two shots on goal. Two shots total. One of them was on goal. One of them um, uh, went in. That's all you needed, right? Uh, so I think all in all, even with the game winner, you know, Chicharito had a very lackluster game. He was pretty much marked out. He was ineffective. Um, so some credit to NYCFC there, but also credit, you know, to, hey, again, it's game number one. You're, you're not going to look good uh so obviously the galaxy have a long way to go this is you know three points is three points three points will count the same now in february than it it will in october right three points is three points so oh no it's important yeah so i said so uh three points in the bank you can put that in there um and uh the galaxy no obviously you know they can improve uh but it's definitely a a confidence booster right the manner that you that you won the game the, that that you were able to fight to the last minute uh that you were able to find a game winner the fact that you beat the defending champions um all that plays a part into your your morale, your your psyche, and hopefully they continue to build on that. One quick stat from the other side: NYCFC they play Champions League earlier in the week. Um, they advanced. They played. I don't even remember who they played, but they absolutely steamrolled over. It was, they it hardly, was Santos. It was Santos from some Central American country. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so they steamrolled over them they hardly even exerted any type of energy uh to beat them um i think also there's two things that i can say about that i think one that played a factor in that look you played a vastly inferior opponent so when you're doing all these things with them man i can run circles around them everything i'm trying to do it's coming out it's working this is i'm doing this with relative ease try doing that against another MLS side that isn't named FC Cincinnati, you're probably going to be doing, it's not going to come that easy, right? So I think that that was the case here. You went up against another MLS side and they made it difficult for you. Um, The other thing is, is that you played a CCL match. Four other teams played a CCL match that week. Colorado, NYCFC, Montreal, and... I'm missing one. I'm missing an uh, oh Seattle. All those teams lost. None of them scored a single goal. Uh, that has been kind of an Achilles heel for teams playing in the CCL. That while this tournament is going on, they are sacrificing to some degree the MLS regular season. If you are going to do that, obviously it's the best time to do it now and not in you know September. But that's a, that's a stat to just keep an eye on going forward that four teams played. They went 0-4 and were outscored 7-0 to in week number one. Galaxy took advantage of it. So, again, it's a confidence booster. So, um, hopefully we'll keep that going. And you should because you're playing against Charlotte on Saturday. So, um, how are we feeling about that game without actually... 
game of predictions. Would would you guys have felt different thing about like I feel pretty confident going into the game uh, against Charlotte. I think that they played well against DC United or better than I thought they were going to play against DC United. Um, but I I also don't know anything about DC United or whether or not they're a good team. Um, obviously they DC beat Charlotte, but I I felt like it was the score was not really reflective of how the game went. Um, would you guys have felt better or worse had the Galaxy lost uh, again? Or uh, let's not even say lost. If the game had ended in a draw, oh, I don't know. Um, would you feel we don't talk about them, dude? Better or worse about this game against Charlotte? What was the question? I just I just heard Bruno. Sorry, I was just listening to the doc. <laughs> um, would you feel? Would you feel? How do you feel going into the game this weekend? And does the result from the previous game, if the game had ended in a draw against NYCFC, how would you would you feel any differently going into this next game against Charlotte? Okay, um, I wouldn't feel any different um, if we ended in a draw. Uh, coming up to this game against Charlotte. I'm not really sure how confident I feel about the Charlotte game. I know they're an expansion team. They're not that great. Uh, David just said it. You know, they did pretty well against DC. But then again, we we haven't been paying attention to much about DC. So um, to measure that is something that is really hard to... Uh, but the galaxy, I mean, all I can all I can go is with the level of performance that I was expecting, or or if I was happy with them in this last game, and whether that's going to transfer or get better in the next game with Charlotte in an away game. Um, I'm hoping that we can, you know, uh, do well. I think last year we did better in away games than home. I'm not, Lewis would know no. that. Um, not, no, not even Because I remember there were a few times we were winning, like in the first season. I mean, first season, in the first half of the season. No. At least. No, we did not no? have a better road record mm. than home record. No, not even close. All right. Well, I don't know. I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to feel about this game. I feel I can see this ending. I can see this ending as a draw, to be honest. I just want us to be I just want us to be a little sharper, more cohesive and and make sure we get those opportunities up at top, up on top, and bury them because that's the only way we could get this game. Um, I agree. I don't think I would feel any differently. Um, I feel that I had a draw going into that game uh, against NYCFC. Um, I talked to a couple of the people at the tailgate. They had the Galaxy losing. Um, they gave a lot of respect to NYCFC. Um, I gave the Galaxy, for some reason, the benefit of the doubt, and I gave them the draw. Um, really wasn't expecting the victory. I, I, I think if people were being very honest with themselves, um, I don't think they, they would have thought that they could have beaten NYCFC either. Um, but I think that the, the result was fair. I wasn't necessarily impressed. Uh, so yeah, I don't think my feelings would have changed if it was a draw. Cause I thought a draw would have been a fair result. Uh, the fact that we got away, you know, with the victory last minute, basically say you stole it doesn't really change much. I still think that you're a team that can outplay Charlotte that should outplay Charlotte. Uh, granted that I think Charlotte held their own against DC United, um, didn't play particularly bad but they weren't going to do anything i kind of feel the same thing going in here i i feel like the only thing that scares me is that 
once again, it's it's primed for a letdown, right? You just took out the defending champions, so you should be able to beat an expansion side that is expected by every, you know, guy who's predicting um, that this team is going to end up in last place in the Eastern Conference. It's like a no-brainer that the Galaxy should be winning, right? That's where I kind of feel a little nervous that this is due for a letdown. But I would have felt the same way win or draw against NYCFC. I probably would have felt differently if they would have lost, where you kind of feel like, okay, we need to play catch up and we need to improve and we need to get better and fix this. And you do that going into Charlotte. So you think, think they would have improved? I with think the they loss? probably would I, I think I probably would have felt a little bit more pressure. Confident. And yeah, because of the pressure that you would have, okay, you need something. You need a result. Um, and now I think the pressure here is different in that, well, you're expected to win now. Yeah, I, I feel like the confidence is going to come from the win. And they're going to feel better. Well, going, it should. Yeah, going, going to Charlotte and facing this team. I mean, that's points that should be easy for them to, well, not, not easy, but those should be points that they should earn on the road. Versus mm-hmm. the points they were supposed to and expected to earn at home. Right. So, uh, for our prediction, obviously, listen to Balls and Beers. We won't say it here. Um, but did we cover everything? Is there anything else that we need to, uh, that we need to say? Uh, I think just, anything um, else, David? No, I think just uh, you know, look out for all of our stuff on the socials. Uh, I will be at the next home game and uh, we'll look forward to seeing everybody. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is LA's Our House episode 250. I'm here with David and Lewis. Bye, everybody. See you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to LA is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls in Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 